Hello, and welcome to the Man Up University podcast. Thanks for coming out again. We appreciate you listening to each one of these series. We're going to be continuing on in the commands of Christ, and today's command, we're going to be looking at Matthew 7, 15 through 20. Matthew 7, 15 through 20 says, Watch out for false prophets. They come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ferocious wolves. By their fruit you will recognize them. Do people pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Likewise, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, and a bad tree cannot bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Thus, by their fruit, you will recognize them. What do false prophets look like on the outside? And what do they look like on the inside? Jesus says they look like sheep, which is what we are supposed to look like in the sense that we are mild-mannered and gentle and docile. They prophesied only what the king and the people wanted to hear, soothing and flattering, claiming it was God's message. Inwardly, Jesus says they are like ferocious wolves, greedy and malevolent predators who are a threat to the innocent and have their own agenda and desires. Matthew 7.22 seems to make it clear that the false prophets are Christian rather than Jewish. This would rule out other Jewish sects active in this period, such as the Zealots or Essenes. But he is referring to this from back in the day. Is this still a big deal today? Are there modern-day false prophets or people out there who might be perverting the gospel for their own material gain? Or perverting it just for the sake of doing what is wrong? What is their motive behind it? Is it fame or power or, or, or glory or, or even just straight financial? And we've seen our share of that. But might they be well-meaning? From my understanding and hearing pastors and pastors and pastors speaking on the subject of uh, the perversion of, of the gospel and the false prophets, and it is a very huge important issue specifically now in these times because there are a lot of different doctrine that is not based off of the word of god it takes parts of the word of god and they get sewn together into a sort of semi-doctrine uh me first doctrine um a doctrine that basically says things that oh will happen all to your benefit and everything will work out if you believe it in these things and, and speaking about like you have the value and the focus is on on you or us and that type of teaching is takes us away from what the root of the Bible is, and the Bible is essentially salvation through grace by the love of God 
for him that he sent his son. He died on the cross. He died on the cross for our sins. And that was pretty much it. It's up to us whether or not we believe or not. By grace alone, by faith alone. It really has nothing to do with what we have done or what can do or what we will do. That has no bearing. It has no bearing on the grace aspect. If you remove the grace out of the picture, then you have no salvation because there's no grace. We are not perfect. We're all sinners and fall short of the glory of God, and we need a Savior. And Jesus is that Savior. If we do not utilize the grace that he's provided to us in the sense of him being the the, the the debt for our sin debt. The, he paid the price. If he does not pay the price, then we have to bear the burden of that solely by ourselves. And we cannot pay the debt ourselves. We can't be that person. We can't be our own savior. So that w when people or, or doctrine goes in a way of saying that there's some type of value to our own selves in the sense that for salvation... It, that doesn't work because you can easily be taken away you can easily be manipulated into thinking oh yeah that it's something that i that i've done or something like that and that's just simply not true it's by his grace alone and has nothing to do with that and so as you can see that if doctrine is perpetrated or perverted in a way that continues to take individuals into a different direction that's all part of the enemy's strategy and the thing is is that there's only one true doctrine of what the bible says and there's only one way of of deciphering that and that's in spending time with the word and spending time in prayer having the lord reveal his character to us in his word and in prayer and in the things that we see in other people as the light shines through them to illuminate our lives and as we illuminate their lives in shining our lights and because of that <clears throat> if any slight perversion of what that one true doctrine is would lead us down areas that could pull us away from the truth because we would start to believe things that are not true and believing anything else other than the one, the way that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and nobody comes to the Father but through him would cause a misunderstanding of what is necessary for eternal life. And that misrepresentation errors on the side of of the devil it errors on the side of the enemy and it pushes us towards that and that's why it's so important to constantly take every thought captive to make sure that every single thing and and it can be your pastor it could be your closest buddy it could be anybody it could be me it, it, it doesn't matter who it is but we have to filter everything through the filter of the word of god and if we don't do that, we are susceptible to individuals who are false prophets who could come in and bring us these incorrect thought ideologies or these, these incorrect doctrine that would pull us away and cause us to think that we can be doing things that we can't really be doing. That we live a life that would be not pleasing to God. And that is where the issue comes in. Because... 
as it says right here, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. Do we know the difference if we don't read the word? Do we really understand what, what, the, what, what the good fruit is if we're not a part of what he has to say for us? And you can look at Galatians 5.22, and we're talking about the fruits of the Spirit to have a true understanding because he lives in love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And that is a proof or an evidence of God's work in our lives. And this is a, this is a practical command for us today because we can identify those things that are emanating from each individual that have the Lord in their hearts. And that is where it is important because when you can love people who, who hate you, when you can have joy during times of, of struggle and turmoil, when you can have peace when there is nothing but, but dissension around you, when you can have patience when there's anxiety breathing down your neck, or you can have kindness when nobody around you is kind, or generosity when you have no money, or faithfulness when you don't feel like being faithful, or being gentle, or having self-control. Those are all products of the fruits of the Spirit, and the purpose of that is showing that is not our strength. It has not to do with what we can do with regards to it, but what the strength of His Spirit, which lives within us, can do and how his work is working within us every single day to bring us to a point of continuous praise and worship and surrender and trusting and love to our Father who takes care of us and provides for us every single day. And if we have a wolf in sheep's clothing, who might sound great, he might sound invigorating, he might say the things that tingle our hearts, but you know what? Our, our hearts lie to us. We can be fooled by our hearts because it sounds good to us. Because if you look at the honesty of the doctrine, you look at the honesty of, of what the Word says, it says to love your enemies. And if a man comes by or a woman comes by and says, you know what? You don't have to love your enemies. No, you can just avoid them. It's okay. That isn't what the Word says. God never said that. God said to love your enemies. And that's something that doesn't sit well with our hearts. It's actually quite contrary to what our hearts tell us. Because for the most part, our hearts are sinful unless we are purified and sanctified and the Spirit is leading our hearts. They could be telling us things that sound good because it's something that we want to hear. It's something that could be cherry-picked that say, oh, you know what, I can do this for this reason because it benefits myself. And it's just false. That's why we have to take every thought captive. That's why we have to be aware of what the Word actually says. We have to seek the truth earnestly. We have to pursue His Word daily. We have to be in a relationship with God every single day. We have to grow in that relationship. How are we going to have a relationship with Him if we don't talk to Him? You can't have a relationship with anybody unless you speak with them. 
You can't have a relationship with a, a friend or a brother or sister or a family member, a, a wife, a boyfriend, a girlfriend. You can't have a relationship with none of them if there's no conversation or communication going on there. That, that's the thing. And we need to be aware of that every single day. We need to understand the nature of the character of the individuals who are prophesying to us. We, we need to understand where their fruits are, where their fruits lie. We have to be able to filter every word, every sermon, everything against that word. And the only way that can be done is by reading the word yourself. So I encourage everybody out there, how much time of, of, of devotional time have you dedicated for yourself? How much time in the Word have you requested? Have you spent? Because we need to spend that time in the Word. So that way false teachers do not lead us astray. And not only that, but for those that we know and love and care about, if they are watching our walk and they're watching our, us act by faith, what ends up happening is if we get misled, then we will also mislead those who are directly, we were directly responsible for our radius, our children, our friends, our, our you know, our, our family members. We are directly responsible for them if they are not believers in and of themselves. And if they are, and they came to know the Lord through you, then that's the responsibility. Because we have a responsibility to find the truth out, to seek the truth out, and constantly question, and constantly seek. Because if we don't do that, we can easily be led the wrong way. And as it said up here in Matthew 7, every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Thus by their fruit you will recognize them. So are you bearing that fruit? Are the individuals that you're following bearing that fruit? Are the pastors that you're looking to bearing that fruit? And I am pretty positive that they probably are. But we can't take that for granted because pastors and, and leaders, none of them are Jesus Christ. None of them are perfect for we are all sinners and fall short of the glory of God. And we can make mistakes and we can have errors. And it is important for the body of Christ to make sure that we filter those things and we purify those things so that the enemy cannot get a foothold or stronghold into a theo theology that could be different or partial truth. And if we look at the first original sin, that was where the, it all started. When Genesis, when the serpent deceived Eve, it wasn't because the serpent was lying. It was because he was dealing in partial truths. And he questioned that. And he said, did he really say that you will you will die? And she's like, yeah, he said that we would die. And he says, surely you will not die. Well, physically, they would not die, but spiritually, they would. 
So he was dealing in partial truths, and that partial truth is where the death of of humanity, the fall of mankind, started from. That is why we have to have ourselves girded with the knowledge that comes from the Word. And the application and the understanding and wisdom that comes from the prayer and relationship with God. And we need to have that. We need to take care of that daily. So let's watch out for false prophets that come in sheep's clothing. Identify individuals and challenge everything. Take every thought captive. Filter it against the Word of God. Pray continually. And pray continually for your pastors. They spend a lot of time out there trying to get the Word to you. And I'm pretty sure that they have sound doctrine. I'm pretty sure that's the case, but pray for them anyways to make sure that there's discernment on your behalf on, and discernment on their behalf. If for whatever reason the enemy could have confused them or caused doubt or created a misstep within their words for whatever reason. So pray for them. Pray for your pastors and take every one of those thoughts captive. So I'd like to close us out in prayer today. Heavenly Father, we are so grateful for your love and kindness. We are grateful for your word. We are grateful for your wisdom. We are grateful for the opportunity to serve you and listen to you and be called your children. We thank you that you are faithful and that your character shines through throughout the Bible. That you will never change. You will always stay the same because that is how you are. We're grateful for that fact that we know that your consistency will remain in that steadfast love as we continue to seek to know you more and grow within you. Father, we just pray right now, myself and everyone listening, we pray for those who might be led astray by these false prophets. We pray for those who are out there listening to a doctrine that is not truth, a doctrine that is not sound, a doctrine that does not preach you, Father. We pray for those individuals that you will convict them in the Spirit and they will be able to identify this misinterpretation or misunderstanding or actual perversions of what the gospel teaches us. Bring them to mind, Heavenly Father. Bring that truth into our hearts. Pour it into our minds so we can have that understanding. And I'd like to request, Father, that you will pour the desire and hunger for the Word into our hearts every single day, that we will go and continue to seek you through that Word and in prayer, that we will not stop and that we will continue to thirst, Father. You are the living water and you are our daily bread and we just seek you earnestly, Lord. Provide us with that wisdom and discernment for those false prophets so that we have an awareness that we don't fall for their wiles and we don't fall for their traps or their pits or their, their, their schemes. And in doing so, we prevent our brothers and sisters from falling for the same thing. May you give us that discernment and wisdom to be able to still positively impact the radius that you've placed around us intentionally. May we be somebody who would be a blessing to those who are around us. May our fruits of the Spirit be bearing to everyone, Heavenly Father. May it be evident. May our light shine.
in everything we do. May everything that we do point to you, Father. May everything we do glorify you. May we utilize our gifts that you've placed upon us, not for our own selfish ambition or gain, but we use it to glorify you in every single thing that we do, every single day, Father. We pray for this and we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you guys for coming out and listening to the podcast. We always appreciate your support. Uh, once again, if you'd like to contact us or, or, or send us a, some prayer requests or if you have some topics that you'd like for us to discuss or anything along those lines, you can always contact us at manupuniversity.org. If you'd like to um, contact us on Facebook, we're also there at The Man Up University. Uh, on Twitter, you can find us at, at UManUpU. And on Instagram, we are found at, at man underscore up underscore university. So please come on out, like, subscribe, share, comment, all those things. You, you can go ahead and find us at all those locations. We'd love to hear from you. And if you'd like to hear more about men's ministry that we're trying to uh, outreach on, please feel free to contact us. So we appreciate the time that you spent with us. We appreciate the time and fellowship that we've had. And uh, we'll see you soon. Be a blessing and beware of false prophets.